the ability to capture a moment, stop time. Because sometimes moments can get too big for us. We get scared. We run. And then just like that, the moment has passed. Love is the easiest thing in the world when it happens by accident. Doesn't get real until you do it on purpose. Like we love you on this show! Welcome to Cord Killers, the show about watching the stuff you love when you want, where you want, however you want. I'm Tom Merritt. Hey, man, I'm Brian Brushwood. But most importantly, uh, Bryce, what the heck was that? And why did it look so damn awesome? It did look really awesome, didn't it? That was a trailer for Netflix's Intergalactic with an E at it. This is a new animated special uh, that is tied up with Kid Cudi. If you know Kid Cudi, the uh... kind of alt rapper, uh, he's got an album out of the same name, a studio album called Intergalactic. So that's out on Netflix now. I think it came out last week. Um, and the the animation looks incredible. It looks Very a lot like Spider Verse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it definitely looks totally movie quality. Uh, uh, but uh, we don't have the right cameras to enter Galactic on this show, but we can enter Lamar Wilson. Hey, don't enter me. But hey, how you uh, doing? Uh, sorry, right. sorry. I, 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 those were stage directions. Enter colon Lamar Wilson. Enter. Management enter would like to Lamar apologize Wilson. for the phrase. Please don't enter his colon. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm about to be 45. This month, so I'm gonna have to have someone enter our colon. Yeah, write <laughs> a so passage. A, you know, yes, you can a, do them at home now in a box. Anyway, wait, wait, are you serious? Uh, you, yeah, uh, colon uh, guard. Wait, what? I think you're what? lying, but no, I'm, not, I'm not lying. <laughs> uh, that's I, awesome. I'm, I want to do that at home. Then I don't. I don't want to go. I'm like go colon killers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, we should announce our new pivot. Uh, now that everyone has already cut the cord, we're, we're moving on to a new kind of topic. Uh, in fact, here it is at our primary target. Lionsgate said in an SEC filing that it is not going to sell off stars. Uh, it had indicated in May that it might sell off stars, but in this SEC filing that it has to say legally what it's planning to do for its shareholders, uh, it says, you know what? We decided streaming is actually really big. Uh, we might sell off our studio business instead and keep stars. Uh, Lionsgate also made another move to rebrand its international streaming service. So in about 35 countries, they have something called Stars Play. Uh, I, I think it's a way to keep it from being confused with Hotstar, which is owned by Disney. Stars Play, however, in those 35 countries is going to be called Lionsgate Plus. It will stay stars here in the United States, in the Middle East, in North Africa, in Canada. It'll stay Lionsgate Play in South and Southeast Asia. Uh, but where it is known as Stars Play, it will be Lionsgate Plus. CEO Jeffrey Hurst said the change brings a distinct and differentiated identity in an increasingly crowded international marketplace and builds on the brand equity in the Lionsgate name that our extensive research has proven is strong around the world, even though we want to sell our studio off. Uh, meanwhile, Amazon-owned MGM is going to change the name of its Epics channel, E-P-I-X, Epics, no longer going to be known as Epics, whether it's a channel on cable or whether it's a streaming service, it will now be known as MGM Plus. So Yay. Lionsgate Plus, MGM Plus, meet your 
sisters and brothers, Disney Plus, Discovery Plus, Apple TV Plus, Paramount Plus, ESPN Plus, BET Plus, and there are more. Uh, well, it's interesting to hear that Lionsgate plans to stick with streaming over a studio. I thought we might talk about this whole plus trend. I see lots of wisecrackers out there making fun of the fact that everything's called plus. I suppose it can provide a momentary feeling of superiority to all of us to, to poke fun. So go ahead, enjoy. But is it really a bad thing? So Lamar, I'm about to yes. do a, a complete 180, an about face, which I'm prone to do. Uh, last mm. week, I believe I was talking about the idea that Disney Plus uh, should rebrand as just Plus with ESPN Plus, Hulu Plus, and Disney Plus as sub-brands. But uh, the reason I was gravitating that way is because Plus has come to mean sort of the over-the-top version of brands you know and love. So mm. if that seemed obvious to me then the counter move of other players gravitating towards plus and making plus sort of a generic term for an over-the-top uh, version of, of a service seems like a good way to prevent disney from branding and owning the plus name uh, uh where are you at with plus because to me all of this feels like great plus one syllable simple word means over the internet uh, uh, whatever whatever broadcast or cable or whatever brand you like with plus equals you you it's a service you sign up for yeah i, no, I, I get you man i listen it's a, i'm fine with the plus but i get the issue of confusion see when uh i believe apple tv started it right didn't he start the plus oh, before they, disney uh, well canal plus would, would have an issue with that uh oh, okay I, fair fair I, but let, let's pretend apple, apple tv, TV plus or disney plus were, came along first yeah, or ESPN but Plus might have even actually ESPN Plus might have been one of the first. Yeah, that sounds game. right. Yeah, okay. well, let's pretend Apple did it. Okay, for my for my example. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. <laughs> so, so when Apple TV did it, they already had Apple TV, right? So people who had that understood Plus is okay. In addition to what you already have, the problem with Disney is that Disney did it, but you're not getting di all of Disney plus more. You're getting this over the top, like you mentioned, uh, service. ESPN is worse in people's mind because you're definitely not getting ESPN. You're just getting this this bonus service. So I think it's fine. I just I I think we all the companies need to be clear on what the plus means. Am I getting all of MGM plus more, or am I just getting this offshoot of what MGM has? Like, are, a are you just special getting collection? The, the, the extra cruft? That that the ESPN couldn't be bothered with or whatever. Yeah, the ESPN threes, fours, and tens. Right. Is that is that is that the plus? I just need to know what the plus means because for each company, it seems to mean something a little different. Uh, Tom, I think Lamar brings up a really good point where I hadn't considered the fact that plus right now in most people's minds has previously has meant extra, you know, forgive me, garbage on top of what you're already buying. Um, uh, do you feel like that's a hole that people need to climb out of? Or am I onto something with the idea that plus is synonymous with over the top services? Yeah, I, I think you're both right. I, I think originally we thought of it as like, oh, there's, I've got an Apple TV and Apple TV plus other things gives me more. Uh, mm -hmm. Bryce found out that ESPN plus came along in 2018. Uh, sure. So, so yes, when ESPN plus launched, the idea was, oh, 
if I want more than ESPN offers, then I get ESPN plus. That was a little confusing because you didn't get ESPN with ESPN plus you had to get ESPN somewhere else and the plus, but I think we're getting to a point now, and this is the beauty of a modern language is like English that that evolves and, and we can adapt that plus is becoming synonymous with streaming. Uh, there's discovery content that you can still find on cable TV and buy some DVDs and all of that. Discovery Plus means streaming. Apple TV Plus means streaming. In fact, there's Apple TV Plus content that you don't pay for, like Major League Baseball. Uh, but it's still they still call it Apple TV Plus. Paramount Plus, it's all the stuff from Paramount that's streaming, uh, not the stuff you see in the movie theaters or on TV. So I think we're transitioning from Plus, meaning a lot of different things like Lamar was saying, uh, two plus just meaning, oh, that's their streaming thing. That that, And to me, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. If, mm-hmm. And we'll eventually all get used to it and be like, oh, plus, okay, that, that means it's their streaming. In fact, I, I wouldn't be shocked if we see Peacock someday become NBC Plus, just because that's the standard for streaming and NBC is a stronger brand name. And uh, Good e- point, man. Yeah. Even farther than that, I can see, uh, I don't know, some nonsense word like like uh, Goopy Doop. Uh, and they're like, what's Goopy Doop? And you're like, oh, it's a plus service. And then somebody will know that means that's a streaming subscription service that comes to you over your phone and your computer and your Roku and so on. Yeah. So you think HBO needs to instead of the Max thing, they need to, I, they should have gone with the, the I, with the Plus. I I I believe question mark that that uh, I I had advocated for like being you know WB Plus or something from the beginning, but I but, wanted Warner Plus myself. Yeah, yeah, Warner or Plus, Warner yeah. Max, one yeah. of those. Yeah. Yeah. Warner Plus, WB Plus. I I, yeah. I am I wouldn't be shocked if that's where HBO Max goes. And then yeah, that would leave what Peacock. Hulu, but Hulu Plus, you know, they, we've had that many yeah. years ago. You can bring it back. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. fact, the Hulu commercials are making fun of all of the pluses and they, they call it Hulu plus, 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 cause you get live TV and Disney plus and all that. So yeah, mm. I, I honestly don't think this is a bad thing. It's just, it's just becoming the default uh, kind of like in, in the United States, when you started a, uh, when you made fun of a, bro- or when you invented the name of a fictional broadcast company, you always called it something BC, right? Because right. ABC and NBC were the, the the standards for that, and then CBS was weird because they had used system, kind of like HBO Max is right now. Like, oh, there's one that's not Plus, but okay, that's that's weird. I mm-hmm. think Plus is just going to become that, where it's like, oh, if you start something streaming, you you call it Plus. That's let me, just let me let ask you people this. know. Yeah. So someone someone in audio, someone in audience brought up uh in a chat brought up a good uh one like where does Walmart Plus stand? I, I mean, well, yes, I, yes, they've offered a streaming com- sure, combination yeah. with someone, but but before that, they were just Walmart plus more, basically yeah. checking on Amazon. So they're not streaming. I, I think it becomes something where you're like, oh, that's a weird way to use plus. And I, I think you see mm-hmm. companies not want to do what Walmart did in the future unless they're doing a streaming thing. Exactly. That's so, interesting. They, so, so who they, else? They would might have even to, back off. Yeah. Who else would have to get bullied out of their spot if if Plus completely takes over and just means the streaming version of a thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or yeah. who just seems odd when you see that name and and who would have called their service something Plus but decided to back out of it because of the association? Uh, uh, yeah. Certainly Amazon, right? It's like uh, maybe maybe the streaming service only becomes Amazon Plus 
differentiated from the expedited free shipping service called Amazon Prime. Right. Oh, that's although they're the point. ones doing MGM Plus. Just, just so, right. <laughs> God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. audio listeners, I just deflated. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Uh, yeah. It's weird. I, I thought, hey. I thought they would have melded that into Prime. Honestly, I really thought that's where they were going. I thought they were just going to make Epic's. Yeah, I, th I was going to be like Prime Plus, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. which is a whole nother. Yeah, whoosh. but uh, they, you know uh, what? They, uh, they I definitely think... wanted to stay on top of the the MGM name. It, it has some cachet still. We've talked about this privately, but I guess it's time to finally unveil Cord Killers Plus. If you head uh, on over to Patreon.com/slash Cord Killers, you can get Cord Killers Plus. Now we're so hip, we don't even call it. Cord Killers Plus on the site. You just have to know that that's what we're going for. Yeah, you, you sign know, up, you, know. you give us a dollar an episode, you keep us loud, live, and independent. You get early access, exclusive access to our After Talk program that is only for Patreons. You get an RSS feed that is all your own of everything nice and early, and you keep us in business. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing is wrong with that. So, folks, uh, stop uh, watching Court Killers on cable and broadcast television and get over to our streaming service, Court Killers Plus, at patreon.com slash Court Killers. You do realize somebody's going to cut out just the part of you saying, stop watching Court Killers. <laughs> <laughs> they are now, for sure. <laughs> Uh, and that, I, I'm fine as long as it gets the name. There's no such thing as bad press plus. <laughs> no such thing as bad plus. Oh, Let's talk about how to watch day. plus. The third generation Fire TV Cube is out. It's got a cloth cover. That's all the rage these days, that, that faux cloth look. Uh, an HDMI input for passing your cable box through. So if you're a cable user, uh, you can just put this right in between and then access your, your cable uh, connection anyway from the Fire TV without having to disconnect. So it's all in one input. Uh, Wi-Fi 6E, which is, gives you a little more option for, for better streaming in the house. And it's $140. Uh, there's also the Alexa Voice Remote Pro that sells separately for $35. Has a backlight, programmable buttons, a remote finder that triggers a noise when you ask your voice assistant where the remote is. It'll sound the noise so you can find it. The Echo Show 15 is getting a Fire TV widget. So the Echo Show could play things like Hulu and Netflix, uh, but you had to either go find them or tell it what to do. Now the Echo Show 15 will have a Fire TV widget that collects all your streaming TV apps together. Uh, you'll be able to pair the Show 15 with the Fire TV voice remote as well if you want to control it by remote. And then there's the Fire TV Omni QLED series of smart TVs, which can act like always on smart devices. So the Echo Show can now act more like a TV and the Fire TV Omni QLED can act more like an Echo Show. Uh, it can tell when you're in the room and then turn its screen on. So it's not wasting power when you're not around, but if you're in the room, it can show you helpful things like an Echo Show would. So your weather, your calendar, stuff like that. And then when you walk out of the room, turns the screen back off. So it feels to me like this device wants to be a beefy replacement that makes, uh, let's say you have a, uh, I don't know, a medium sized apartment or something and you kind of want an Amazon echo, but you also kind of want the TV services. This is the Alden one replacement that'll do everything. And which one, uh, 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 the third generation fire TV cube question mark. 
Oh, the the third generation Fire TV Cube can't do any of those things. Oh, Did I, I was I not? Was, no, was that no, confusing? no. I I made the dumb assumption. I, I I had my consumer hat on, and I was just imagining that why wouldn't it have uh, uh, echo services? Oh yeah, well. no, the Fire TV Cube doesn't even have a screen. Ugh. That that's that's it's just a, a cube. It's just yeah. a cube. Well, like it, a it's a cube, not a dongle, but yeah, yeah. It's it's a thing that allows you to. It's like a Roku box, right? It's Fire TV Cube. So it just sits and connects to your TV. And then the cable pass-through is interesting for people who are like, ah, I don't want a bunch of things connected to my TV. You can be like, well, your cable can pass right through it. So you you still, you know, can just of. take up one input. It's it's kind of, that, that feature is a little backwards uh, for folks, but that's all it does. All this other yeah. stuff with the Echo Show and everything, that's, those are different products. So, yeah, it kind of reminds me of the Xbox One, right? With that pass-through. Oh, the right. Original, yeah, the Xbox yeah, One did that yeah. too. Yeah, they, yep. they they tried to do that. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm trying real hard to figure out who wants this. Um, Which one? There's a TV, there's a big screen, and there's, there's a, four a products. cube. Yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, a remote. Uh, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's something for everybody. No. And, and, yeah. and if there's something for everybody, there's nothing for nobody. I mean, this is the big. Uh, well, but it's a cube. I mean, th these are just different products, right? If you're like, oh, I might want to buy a Roku or an Apple TV, Amazon will step up and go, hey, we have a Fire TV cube. It acts like an Amazon Echo. So if you don't want to get an Echo, it can do that. Not the show, just the Echo. Uh, and it's got this cable pass through. So that's a nice thing. And it, it's only 140 bucks. I guess that's a only nice 140 thing. Bucks? <laughs> yeah, only 140 bucks? Only 140 bucks, Tom. That's all. Yeah. I'm not sure how enticing that part was, but you know, it's 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 the top of the line one. So it's that is that price is comparable to the top of the line Roku box too. Um, but but I I think the Echo Show working with the remote and collecting all the streaming apps into a Fire TV widget is interesting. It's it's making it easier for you to do something that people are already doing with those smart displays which is use them as a TV. But that Fire TV QLED that can turn itself on and show you the weather, that is, oh, here's the thing you didn't think this, that your TV could do. And if mm -hmm. you buy our TV, it becomes more useful. Right. Yeah. But like for, I guess with some people who have a TV in a dining room or like multiple rooms, you have multiple TVs, like you're probably not in there a lot. So if you walk into the kitchen open, open air, what do you call it? It's open plan kitchen. And, open you know, you got concept. A yeah. yeah, you got to, got to, TV there that might pop on as you walk in to let you know you know what's going on. I I, I think yeah I think we should, it's helpful. That's software at work. What about right? you know is is this conspiratorial? Because uh, with this, Amazon is now selling a TV on the website. They've been selling TVs for a while. That part isn't new. Yeah. Uh, okay. Does does that push? Is there like an Amazon Basics story here where they're like? going to push tv people out tv oh, makers no, out people of have been wondering about that since mm -hmm. they first launched the first amazon branded tv since they launched mm -hmm. this omni line uh, a couple yeah. of years ago it doesn't seem to have happened though oh, that's good yeah you it's yeah. like they, they didn't kill they didn't kill microwaves with the amazon <laughs> basic <could've>. microwave <laughs> yeah. echo uh, bake me a potato okay uh, put, put the potato in first and then ah. close the door and then you know don't press the button to ask me again. 
to do. These are, these are, Brian, these are, there's nothing high concept here. These are just Amazon's four new products and they're all takes on things they already had. Yeah. And I guess that's what really disappoints me is because Uh, I was really hoping, like, like, to be honest, it's, it's time for them to consolidate this stuff. Uh, We used to have an MP3 player. We used to have, you know, beepers. We used to have all these devices and they all went away the moment the iPhone came. This should be Amazon's iPhone moment to just collapse everything into one device so that you don't need four different devices. And uh, I guess uh, I I misread that and was hoping this was the beginning of that moment, but it's not. I Uh, no, it's not. I I think there's a justification for each one of these, though. uh, uh, Go ahead, Lamar. No, it was real quick. I'll I'll just say I I think this is just the beginning of Amazon. uh, Not the beginnings, but it's probably the middle of them just getting more and more into the the, the house uh and in, in, in different ways you know you have a uh, I'm, I'm guessing the echo show is 15 inches is that why it's called uh, yeah that's 15? right yeah yeah so you know that that's not a tv but it's big enough where you can you know probably do some home a uh, smart home things so that that could be useful uh, a tv in different rooms as you walk in turns on in the bedroom what like it them they just want to get in and infiltrate the house and I infiltrate sounds bad uh some people think it's mm-hmm. bad but yeah. but from their point of view, you know, and that's why they bought Roomba. They want to get, you know, they want to be able to see the house so they can you take what you need or, or you know, or how how much you clean your house, what type. It's, Lamar, it's, it's all part of that. This is amazing. The, the more you tell yeah. me about this, the creepier it sounds. Like, I, oh. I, I want to subscribe to a podcast just of you describing all of <laughs> the Amazon services infiltrating my house. Infiltrate was a harsh word, you know. <laughs> I, I and, it, and, and, yes. There is no evidence that they're, they're, in fact, Amazon denies that they're going to store any of the mapping data from the Roomba uh, yes. in yes. the cloud, that it's all going to be local. They're not going to use it to try to match. No one believes them, apparently, because you're not the you're not the first person to 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 say all that. But but Amazon is saying, no, no, we're not we're not storing a map of your apartment in the cloud. Uh, we, we keep it on the Roomba. So just just so the Roomba can can do a better job going around. Uh, mm-hmm. Bring it back to these these four products, though, Brian. I might argue that these products are doing what you want Amazon to do, which is to say, they're saying, "Look, Fire TV should be the way you get TV." Now, do you have an older TV and and you want to make it smart? Buy the Fire TV Cube. In fact, you won't even have to add an input. We'll we'll let you pass your old cable box right through it until the day you finally give it up. But you won't need anything else. Instantly, Fire TV Cube now makes your TV smart, and it's a smart device. So we have merged the smart device with the television, Fire TV Cube. Second, Echo Show 15. Oh, you want a smart speaker? You want a smart device that's a speaker? Uh, you want a screen on that too? What if we let you watch TV on it? In fact, what if we collect it all in an app called Fire TV? And what if we let it work with a remote like your TV does? Well, now the Echo Show 15 has become not just a smart display, but also a television. Oh, Fire TV Omni QLED, you're buying a brand new TV. Great, it's got Fire TV built into it. You can get all your television streaming needs right through the Fire TV interface. Oh, but you would like your TV to also be like a smart display? Great. We can do that too. We'll have it turn on immediately when you walk in the room and show you the weather. Like they really are saying the smart display and the TV are one device and we are making something for you depending on where you are and what your needs are. Uh, the, uh, that, was, that was powerful. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> you explained uh, it well. Well, and, and, and also it's uh, familiar. Uh, whenever there is a kind of a generational leap forward, there's usually a, a, a splitting uh, before there's a consolidation. And maybe we're just in that that middle grounds before all of a sudden everything gets really simple. The Fire TV Cube certainly is middle ground. I would argue that the 15 and the QLED are just different screen sizes. You uh, know, one is like, oh, I just need mm -hmm. to set it over here. And the other is bigger and in a living room. Yeah, and I guess it's an acknowledgement that, um, you know, if you're in a small apartment, that's going to be different than if you're in a, you know, McMansion out in yeah. the woods or what or have you. What you're putting, like Lamar was saying, you're putting one in your kitchen versus putting it in your bedroom versus your den versus the outhouse. Yeah, a, a, reason, uh, yeah, a, re <laughs> a reasonable size house can have four or five screens in it easily. Mine does, and it's a re very reasonable size place with just me in there but I, you know i walk in different rooms and there's different screens in it yeah it would be cool uh disclosure because i feel like i need to give one i am working on a on a uh a brand thing with the cube so i just want to get that out oh, there okay. you know? yeah yeah, yeah but I, I but that's why i haven't really said much about it but i i, I will say something that i've seen amazon doing that apple does that i i I think it's important, and I, I know you all talked about it here. Universal watch list. I, I have gone through all. I have every streaming service almost, and I have. I I, I had to get rid of all the watch lists because I realized I was just clicking watch this, watch this, watch this. But because there was no central place for me to see where, where all these shows and new episodes coming up, I would get overwhelmed, and they would just load up. So I deleted all my watch lists. I use. I, I personally use Apple TV in the living room. Uh, the Amazon Cube, I'm going to put in the bedroom to try that out. But I, I have that, and, and I just use Apple's universal watch list. I can't tell you how much better that's been for me, except for Netflix that doesn't it doesn't connect into, but it connects it to every other stream. Uh, so I know Amazon does a similar thing, and I think that is the single most powerful thing <laughs> that, that you know, we solved in how to manage all these streaming services, you know, to one place. So that's just, that's my little love of yeah, amazon yeah. there that, yeah. that that is one of those things that they need to that somebody needs to fix for everybody for sure yeah definitely all right let's talk about what to watch and under surveillance ryan reynolds that guy's funny he made a funny video lately uh where he announced that in celebration of deadpool 3 officially bringing deadpool to the mcu hugh jackman will appear as Wolverine. Remember that Reynolds actually first played Wade Wilson, aka Deadpool, in the 2009 Fox movie X-Men Origins Wolverine. So Deadpool and Wolverine have been in a movie together and Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds played them. Shortly after that video was posted, the director of Logan, James Mangold, posted a scene from Logan where clone Logan kills old Logan, and then had to clarify that he was kidding because internet. Uh, the next day, Hugh Jackman and Reynolds posted another video where they clarified that they won't change anything from Logan. Uh, he said, Logan takes place in 2029, totally separate thing. Logan died in Logan, not touching that. Then he pretended to explain what will happen with Wolverine and Deadpool 3, and they played Wham's Wake Me Up Before You Go Go really loud, so you can't quite make out what they're saying, and even the parts you can, they're not really saying anything. So. Which is more significant, Brian? Deadpool 3 being in the MCU, Hugh Jackman playing Wolverine in it, or Ryan Reynolds' social media savvy? I'm going to give credit to Hugh Jackman 
reprising his role as Wolverine because uh, in, in multiple interviews, it was indicated that Logan was probably the swan song for his relationship with Wolverine. So to see him go back on that and, and, and go one more dance is great. Uh, Ryan Reynolds being very good, very adroit at social media is kind of uh, uh, also in news, sky is blue. Uh, and so uh, mm -hmm. uh, in this case, he correctly recognized energy when he saw it. Um, as I'm fond of saying, whether it's positive energy or negative energy, uh, think of it like wind. If you want to cross the Atlantic in a sailboat, you don't worry about when the wind's going the wrong direction. You worry when there's no wind. So in this case, we, we have the Logan gif that, that goes out. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of a nothing sentiment, but it gets a backlash. And Ryan Reynolds correctly figures out, oh, this is a good excuse to capture some of that energy and turn it into a funny punchline in, in a video. Just how quickly they put it out. I wondered if they had already shot it. it this is already, I was I, I was about to say this was already done. That that wasn't instant shot. There's no way. I I believe it's it it, it only takes. I I believe that set might be uh, a house or Ryan Reynolds' actual house, and I believe in a phone call you could get. Uh, uh, Hugh Jackman over within one hour and you can set up that camera and make it happen. You're not wrong. I, I just, I, I think of how slow Hollywood works. And, Traditionally. And, 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 yeah. And, and, but, but him having the savvy and, 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 saying, and, and being, being handed, uh, I, I'm seeing a lot of head it's shaking. It's also pretty, exactly. It's also predictable that he's like, and then what's going to happen is people are going to point out Logan. Uh, and maybe they even got mangled to be like, make sure to, you know, post something about this. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe, maybe not. All these scenarios are, are are probable, right? I, I, I could see any of them being true. That's not, I mean, come on. It was planned. It takes, it, it, this <laughs> took time to make. I feel wait, like wait, to, to, Bryce, who uh, knows a, a one how shot, long it takes to make 60 90 seconds second of video. video. Yeah. 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 It is tough to get a, a, a one take correct in 90 well, seconds. You, you, and, and, and you know, and you know what it is, Bryce, it's not even the making of it. You know, the layers of bureaucracy you have to go through to get this crap approved to go out. Sure. They have to go through Disney's layers. This to was get on it a white board when they I were just coming up with the that. idea. I just don't see that happening in 24 hours. It, mm -hmm. Disney doesn't move that fast. Um, yeah. And I, nobody would have the reason to do it if it wasn't everybody's in on the promotion of this movie. I I, I feel like from a magic trick perspective, that's overcomplicating the bit. Um, as, as they say, when you hear hoofbeats over the horizon, mm -hmm. think horses, not unicorns. Um, yeah. And that's a lot of extra steps. Like, and it implies that, there are dozens of other alternate videos waiting to be released, which is harder than just saying, hey, Hugh, uh, remember we said we were going to move fast? Uh, come on over, let's record this thing. Uh, because two-thirds of the video, they're not even, you know, discernibly talking. I, I, I think they're both equally possible. I, I, I think it's possible that they planned for a second shoot for a reaction video and then executed based on what the what the narrative was. I think it's also possible that they knew everyone would point out Logan and leaned into that and, and shot that ahead of time. Not not a bunch of different alternate responses, just that one, because they knew it was it was a dead on possible response. Yeah. And they have to get permission to play wham. I mean, come on. They, 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 I'm just saying the bureaucracy. Ooh, the the, well, the bureaucracy takes time. Has to be some planning. With that. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm that, saying it's still possible that they they yeah. waited to see what the narrative was and then and then shot, but they would have had to plan to like and then we'll do the reaction shoot the next day because it probably could have been a short shoot, but it definitely was more than like, 
Hey, Hugh, you want to shoot a video today? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I mean, uh, sorry. Uh, and, uh, uh, allow me to restate my thesis. Okay. Um, uh, they probably released the first thing and they said there'll be some kind of reaction. Right. I think Let's that's possible. Let's plan three, four days later, one yeah. hour to mm-hmm. react to whatever the reaction is. So it was and on Reynolds, schedule. Uh, yeah. Lon makes points hmm. out. Reynolds Company is known for their insane turnaround time. They, they've, done, they've done stuff like this before. With Aviation Gin, with, with Peloton, that agency did the whole Peloton thing with. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I can't remember the Sex in the City spinoff name. So, oh, uh, uh, Celibate in the Suburbs. And that's and, right. Celibate in the Suburbs, that right. famous HBO Max hey, spinoff. Uh, see how fast I came up with that? There's no way I could have just come up with that on the spot. I must have pre written. I don't think that's comparable to shit. <laughs> yeah, Ryan the quality Reynolds of that is under scrutiny for the same level as Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jack. Wow. <laughs> All right, there's a new trailer out for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, it shows the funeral uh, for King Chala, uh, Namor, uh, a woman in a Black Panther suit. We don't know who. But uh, it's clearly not a guy. Uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever comes to theaters November 11th. Uh, well, maybe it is a guy. What's wrong with that? Well, 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 they definitely show an interior shot with a Jarvis-like screen and so on. Um, uh, the uh, Namor. Okay, so so back in the beginning of the MCU. I thought there's no way they could pull off Captain America. He's too cheesy. There's no way it'll make it work. And I was wrong, 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 wrong. Namor also existed in that category in my mind. Uh, too silly, too dumb. Mm. Um, especially with the fluttering wings on his ankles. <laughs> but but uh, I'll be danged if if I didn't kind of like the, the the kind of ice skating motion that they did for him when he's flying around and 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 whatnot. Um, it'll be it's it's really interesting. I don't know. Yeah, and isn't he? technically a mutant uh so i guess from what i've read that that Mm. he is so like like i know we're Mm -hmm. gonna talk about this later in another show but i i I really like how the mcu is introducing mutants as they've already been here here uh without having to do this whole origin of mutants again we've been there done that so it it does i'll talk about it later but i i just i think that's uh that's kind of if he is a mm-hmm. mutant. I think people are saying he is. That that's that's a nice way to just introducing them. And yeah. who knows who else could show up? I actually don't know if he's a mutant or or an alien species from under the sea, an Atlantean. Um, uh, I, I, uh, he, he's uh, by reputation in the comics a colossal uh, jerk, uh, co- constantly hitting on Susan Storm. So yeah. it could be that uh, uh, that yeah. Prince yeah. Namor is sort of maybe the connective tissue that brings us to a fantastic four movie yeah he's a mutant hybrid son of a human father and atlantean princess ah, so, there we go so that's a, that's the official marvel oh i think i think uh, you just thing. nailed the post credit scene is going to be fantastic four related yep spoiler yeah. <laughs> Speculation. Uh, well, it's not a spoiler if we don't know <laughs> is it exactly i don't know no i don't no. know anymore I've lost the plot mm-hmm. on spoilers, uh, but yeah, looks great. Uh, it certainly did, did not make me want to see the movie any less. Uh, as Cliff Singer says in the chat, it made me want to see the movie more. Uh, Black Panther Wakanda yep. forever coming November 11th. Disney also made a brief mention of the armor wars series at D 23. We talked about that on cord killers, but now deadline says that it's not going to be a series after all. It's going to be a movie. It will star Don Cheadle as war machine, uh, roadie, uh, and yes, Lester will continue to write it. 
he'll just be writing a movie now instead of six episodes of a TV show. It still doesn't have a director yet, but I guess if you're doing a movie, you might want to get a different director than you would have on the TV show. And Brian, you think you cracked the code on a theory of why? Uh, credit goes to uh, Justin Robert Young. The two of us were having lunch talking about like, okay, so why go from a television show to a, a movie? Part of it is uh, uh, the world's going back to movie theaters uh, after in a post-pandemic. But... If you wanted to make a lot of money, um, uh, uh, I, I read the Armor Wars arc when I was a kid, and uh, uh, most people don't know what it's about. It's about intellectual property law. It's about <laughs> it's about one day uh, Tony Stark is looking at the armor of a of a bad guy he beat up and discovers his own. Uh, uh, stark circuitry in there and he's super mad and he's like well i couldn't patent it i couldn't trademark it uh so of course i kept it secret now bad guys are using it and then he finds out that good guys armors are using pirated copies of of stark uh, circuitry so he goes on a warpath taking on bad guys and good guys alike to preserve his intellectual property by destroying all of their armor so if knowing that and knowing we're condensing into a movie uh, how are we going to get butts in seats? Uh, seems to me that, yes, uh, Rhodey is the star of the movie, but if you wanted to get butts in seats, maybe in a, you know while he was floating around in space near the end of Endgame, maybe uh, a few recordings got made by Robert Downey Jr. saying, listen up, uh, I don't know if the world's going to survive or not, but uh, I have figured out that a bunch of people are ripping off my tech, and there's only one person I trust to fix it. Me. So Hologram Me will coach you, Rhodey, mission by mission, to take on all of these people to destroy their stolen pirated armor circuitry. It's me, Robert Downey Jr. Buy popcorn. And, then, uh, and it wouldn't uh, even have to be a hologram. It could just be a voice in his head, right? Sure, and then sure. It, then it's even easier to produce. Uh, that, now, all, that all felt like a recipe for a $300 million movie to me. I, I love your outline of armor work because I was not familiar with, with it. That's why I think it should be a series, though, because when I hear Armor Wars, without, before you say anything, I'm thinking wars. OK, the continual. This is going to be a gradual buildup. I, I don't think a two hour to three hour movie can can encapsulate that. Just like I don't think I think they did a good job with Civil War. But, you know, the Civil War comics, that that is a series. And I think if Disney Plus was out when Civil War was, that would completely have been a series. And then the movie would have been the big the big battle or, or whatever. If, so, if, if, if I'm Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, agent, I'm going to say that a Disney Plus TV show is a non-starter. I'm going to absolutely forbid Robert Downey Jr. from being on that. But if can, it's can a I, movie... Can I, can I jump in? Uh, let's, okay, see, I think... I, I, I normally agree with you, but Disney has blurred the line successfully of what mm -hmm. is TV and movies. And I, and I, I think this whole... Thing we had of oh made for tv oh that's lesser i'm an actor i would never i'm a movie actor i would never do that they've they've killed that where is movie actors and dc has done it too where you know movie actors peacemaker is a good example movie actors have have, have done tv it doesn't matter you you don't want two separate actors doing it like they did in the old days so oh, I, I don't oh. i don't i don't think i don't know if it's an ego thing with with that anymore uh, uh, tom you, what, you what gotta is, settle let, this let me, debate let, let me split the difference yeah. here what okay. what if it's it's always been brian's idea with robert downey jr being the voice of a jarvis in roadie's head uh and it's like always that. been expensive uh to to do that and what if somebody looks at the numbers and says well gosh 
if we actually did this as a movie, given how well some of these other movies have done uh, recently, we'd actually make more and could pay Robert Downey Jr. more, uh, even at his reduced voice o- voiceover rate. Uh, that's a win for everybody. Uh, could could be and then throw in like he doesn't even have to show up on set. They just do yeah. You know, he never did some some so kind of some kind of like dolly new. thing yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't disagree. I'm just saying that, that the story, as as Brian just described it, which he described it awesomely, sounds like a multi part thing. And I think a movie might do it to mm-hmm. service. I, I, that's where right, I'm, I'm right. coming from. A consumer yeah, point yeah. of view. Yeah, like a six episode series would theoretically be fi- five hours. Right, it could be six yeah. hours. Right, yeah. And a movie is going to be two and a half to three tops. Here's a question: Yeah, of the Marvel shows, of the Marvel series, not the films, but of any mm-hmm. of the shows about Marvel, how many of them would have been better as films? Moon Knight, definitely Moon Knight. Uh, oh, completely Moon Knight. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, maybe. Oh yeah. Uh, um, I, I like the buddy cop thing, but I, I see, I see your point. I, I. Yeah. They could have made that a movie too. That's a that's a good point. Mm-hmm. It's um, like I I because I feel like our we keep saying maybe it's because all of the Disney stuff like Star Wars is in this too. But they're making a lot of shows out of things that really should just be movies. Uh, and maybe one. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And so maybe Armor Wars. Maybe we can knock that out in two hours because it's not like these are 90 minute movies either. These are long friggin' movies. I mean, it's 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 also it's like it's it's Bloodsport, which was a movie. It's it's nothing but a Street Fighter movie. You take on this this armored villain that we know, this armored good guy that we know, this armored whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, five, six things tops, whatever. Yeah. 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 So, uh, all right. Well, uh, let's move on from talking about whether something should be a TV show or a movie <laughs> to talking about a community movie coming to Peacock, fulfilling the TV show's <laughs> prophecy of six seasons and a movie. Uh, series creator Dan Harmon is on board, uh, along with Joel McHale, Danny Putty, Allison Breed, Jillian Jacobs, Jim Rash, and Ken Jeong. Uh, Peacock will also get all the back episodes of the six seasons of Community as well. Six seasons and a movie gonna be on Peacock, Brian. Uh, I believe the movie script has already been written by Dan Harmon, and in so many ways, here we see Dan Harmon going back to where he once started a changed person. It's as though he completed his own story circle. It's a hero's journey for Dan Harmon. I never knew he did Community. Really? I only have discovered Dan Harmon because of Rick and Morty. Yeah, I had no idea. Because the guy's a genius to me. Uh, And I I have never watched Community, but also... Uh, uh, yeah, it's good. It, Most of it's good. Yeah. It, no, I, I don't. I don't doubt it. I'm just so behind on TV. Period. Yeah. And so it's funny that I'm advocating for more TV shows and I can't finish the damn shows I'm watching now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's where I stand right now. So I, I will watch it eventually. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. It only took 20 years, but we're finally getting uh, six seasons of Community and a final movie. I, I I'll watch it. I'll tell you that. I will bold bold stance, Tom. Brave yeah. as always. Exactly. Going right out there on the middle. Uh, let's talk about what we should have our eyes on. Uh, Lamar, what have you been watching lately? Yeah, so I just mentioned <laughs> I was so behind on TV. I actually have not started. I, I saw I peaked them yours, Brian. I, I haven't seen. I won't say what it is. I haven't seen that show yet because of my schedule and just being involved in a video game trying to finish. But anyway, I've had time. 
uh, I just got Hulu Live TV again. And I had time. I saw Alien, Ancient Aliens. And, and I'm like, oh, my God, they have a season 18? Now, let, let, let me explain Ancient Aliens to you. I don't get much into reality TV. Tra- I don't like trash TV. But if you need to call this trash TV, I will accept it because this is my trash TV. I love Ancient Aliens because not only is it entertaining, but I believe most of it. <laughs> and I know it's not probably not real, but it's just there's so. But you want there, to believe? I want to believe it. I like they're so good. Like they are really good at what they do and making you think. Well, the ancient alien theory says this, so you know how how would they move these three hundred ton rocks uh, in 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 BC times? How would they do that? And I'm like. They have a it's, point that could have some technology. Well, it's it's especially good because um, the plot of a good magic trick is just withhold a little bit of information. Tell, uh, let's say there are four true parts to the story. Withhold number three and tell the truth, mm. one, two, and four. But then it's just like, well, what if we put something else at step three that's an alien or whatever? Now, of course, there is, you know, whatever. You're withholding evidence, which is not really a lie. I guess it's a lie by omission. But... Uh, 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 dude, it's a, a conspiracy theories, ancient aliens. It's, it's a fun game that, that is, yeah, gives yeah. you a dopamine hit when, when you watch them. And I love that there were eight, there's 18 seasons of it. So somebody's watching this just besides me. <laughs> oh yeah. No, you're definitely not the only one. Uh, oh, Brian, man. uh, what, what are you watching besides ancient aliens? Dude, I put off watching Andor episode four because Same. I thought, uh, if they're going to screw it up, this will be where it happens. Mm-hmm. And I watched episode four and sure enough, couldn't, it's not a small company town story. Now all of a sudden we're involved in the empire. And I was mm-hmm. like, here we go. And instead it was awesome. It, it reminded me of, of pacing and story beats reminiscent slightly of Battlestar Galactica. Uh, uh, it felt very un-Star Wars-y. Uh, I'm cautiously optimistic. All of a sudden, there's a, one of those that guys where it's like, who is that? I know that person. I know that person. Uh, but of course, Disney Plus doesn't have X-ray like Amazon does. Uh, and I realize it's the uh, the cousin from the bear. Uh, and uh, uh, I'm still in. Very, very in. Yeah. I'm very disappointed in myself that I have not sat and watched Endor because when the Disney Plus day came out and they showed that extended like scene on Disney Plus, I was... I was like, oh my God, this is this is gritty on the ground show. I I cannot wait to watch it. And then I got busy. So thanks to you talking about this, this week I will catch up uh, completely. I, I, I I'll be vague so I don't spoil, but Tom, that, that moment that one character who is very harsh and and mean uh changes his character to portray somebody else and like they just took their time with that. It's it was really great. I I love. Damn the, it! You didn't spoil everything. It's, no? Uh, no. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I I I had the same experience too with with the the guy from the bear. Uh, except my experience uh, didn't involve X ray or or IMDb. It involved that guy looks familiar, and Eileen going. He's the guy from the bear. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Mine was like that, but it took ten full minutes of not really listening to the story and being like. Those blue eyes, that jawline, Italian beef. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tom, Tom told me yesterday about the bear. He, when we're eating, where he was explaining it, and I was like, "Oh my god, this sounds amazing!" He didn't tell me that it was Italian beef until later, he was, and and I was like, "Wait, is this Italian a show about Italian beef?" And I'm from Chicago. 
instant watch. I'm like, yep. it's going to happen this week when I'm catch up on the whole season. So. Uh, I want to mention that I'm still watching and still enjoying House of the Dragon, uh, but much like mm. the long night episode on Game of Thrones, but worse, last night's episode of House of the Dragon had one of those dark scenes uh, that the cinematographers all say, well, this was just a creative choice. We we decided to make it very dark. We're, we're sorry it was a little hard to see for some of you, but that, you know, that's just the, the way it was. Maybe turn, you know, maybe calibrate your televisions. They didn't say calibrate your televisions. It's kind of unspoken of like, this is a creative choice. You know, I, I know it was a little darker than the brightly lit scenes, uh, but whatever, it was a creative choice. Except when we watched The Long Night, I remember thinking like, yeah, this is a little dark and hard to see, but this feels like it should be dark and hard to see. Last night, it was a single character doing something and you couldn't see what they were doing and it was way darker than the long night scenes were such that we had to turn off all the lights in the house to even tell there was something going on on tv uh the verge did a great wow. article trying to explain like some of it is because they have reference monitors that are better than yours uh some of it could be down to compression so even if they're watching it on a normal screen to, to double check uh they're not seeing it at the same compression rate that maybe you're seeing it at home uh whatever the reason though that that dark scene was unwatchable it was unwatchable on a home television and and there are a lot of people who say that uh and and I I'm taking it from somebody who's very forgiving on that. Like, well, even if I can't see everything, as long as I get the gist of the scene, that is a creative choice. This was, you can't see what's happening. Oh my God. Is and, that it right there? Is yeah, that? Is that yeah. 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 These are from uh, uh K Vanna Ren. And Twitter. these are brighter than what I saw on my own TV. Yeah. These are actually kind of easy to see on our like computer. Monitors. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I would love to believe that uh, much like a uh, muffled dialogue, you're glad that you have closed captioning on. I would like to believe that you turned on like a, a, a visually impaired uh, description and then turn on <laughs> uh, closed captioning so that you could read the visually I impaired probably should description have, yeah. of what's going on. Oh, yeah. that is um, dark. Wow. That said, that aside, that little, that little snafu aside, uh, I was able to, figure out what was happening in that scene eventually. And uh, the rest of the house of the dragon uh, keeps moving along. They, 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 they do a really smart thing, which is to do time jumps. Just don't mess around trying to tell me how you got from one place to the other. Just go, you know what? We're going to trust the audience that when we jump five years later, that they'll catch up and understand like, Oh, that guy's older. Those people grew up. Uh, and that really keeps this story moving and they're able to span decades uh, and tell a really compelling story. I think it's super Did, smart. Does that mean that they're like uh, they have disposable actors playing the roles, and, and uh, you don't get they to hold have, on? Some of the roles are the same actors all the way through, and they just make them up to to look older. Uh, some of them they have different actors portraying them at different stages in their life. Hmm. That is How House of the Dragon on HBO Max. Bryce, what should we be on the lookout for? Hey, we got an email from Josh. He writes, hi, folks. I wanted to recommend an Indian show on Amazon Prime, which is a Prime original. It is available with subs and dubs. Sulal, the Vortex, is an amazing... Sulal? Is an amazing series set in a small hill town in the south of India where multiple events happen during their annual festival celebrating a local deity. It is a mystery show and a study on human perceptions where it questions how quickly we jump to judge people with just what little we know of them, and then it breaks down how broken we are as humans. This is by far one of the best series I've watched this year and proud of some of the smaller directors from my side of the world who are able to get on these large platforms with some wonderful stories. Trust me, you'll love this one. Thanks, Josh M. Thank you, Josh M. 
yeah, this is uh, this this looks very interesting. Sulal, uh, that's spelled uh, S-U-Z-H-A-L, the Vortex. Uh, it's got eight episodes streaming now on Amazon Prime Video uh, in America. Justwatch.com has uh, uh, information for the rest of uh, the world. Uh, did Amazon get some? Did Amazon get some? Uh, like I don't know, hot, like, I know Disney has Hotstar, but like did, did Amazon gets get some rights for some Indian shows? They've they've recently they've definitely been targeting Indian content more. We've gotten multiple mm-hmm. emails about different uh, different Prime uh, uh, films and shows uh, from that part yeah. of the world. Netflix That's and awesome. Amazon and everyone else are are going in and and buying up rights to things that are airing and being like, we're the streaming home, and they're also just straight out commissioning stuff. Uh, in multiple places around the world. Yeah. So there that's, are eight, yeah, that's that, awesome. Yeah. There are eight episodes of that streaming on Amazon Prime uh, video at the moment. If you've got something we should be on the lookout for, please email in to us, cordkillers at gmail.com. Thank you. Indeed. Uh, well, folks, I think it's my uh, my turn to tell you about my newsletter. Uh, Brian, is. did you get my newsletter on Friday? Uh, you know what? I saw it, but but uh, and as a matter of fact, I have it queued up to read, but I didn't. I don't think I've read it yet. Yeah, it's about you. What? (laughs) Uh, Not the tech newsletter. The tech newsletter is about the Supreme Court decision on Section 230 that's looming within the next year. The freetomnewsletter.com is just a personal note from me about what's going on. And uh, this past Friday, I happened to mention uh, how uh, there's folks uh, that, that have taught me things over the year. Uh, there, there are folks who explain things to me over the year. Uh, and there is a close call with molasses that, that I had. You, you know what? I read the subject and I was like, that sounds like a wacky story. And then I, I, I decided yeah. to read it later and I, and I haven't read it yet. Basically, it's a, it's a story that I thought was amazing. Uh, part of a podcast I was writing and then found out that I had the date wrong and couldn't include it in the podcast. So I had to include it in the newsletter. So go check it out, folks. Uh, it's just a missive for me every Friday and you can write back. Several people did. One person like really enjoyed the molasses story that was that was real and, and shared some observations they found while reading the original newspaper article. Uh, so go check it out. Free Tom newsletter. And of course, you're going to need a computer to read that e- email. So sooner or later, when you buy a new, new computer, make sure that you subscribe. Support our friends over at doghousesystems.com slash rogue, R-O-G-U-E. Keep us in business and thank them for powering cord killers. Let's move on to the front lines. Front lines. So uh, we talked about the fact that that James Earl Jones uh, has come to an agreement for them to continue to use his voice, but a machine-generated version of it. Uh, So when this news broke, a lot of people reported it. Uh, the report, f- originating in the Daily Mirror, was that Bruce Willis had licensed his digital rights to a company called Deep Cake uh, that uses deep fake technology to make ads, movies, and TV shows, uh, and that they had the right to make digital versions of Bruce Willis. Deep Cake trained an algorithm on Willis's performances in the 1990s, uh, movies like Die Hard and The Fifth Element. The algorithm could map Willis's head onto another actor's body. So you, you have a human go through the motions, uh, and then you can map Bruce Willis's head to it. The actor himself, uh, if you didn't know, suffers from aphasia and has stepped away from acting. Uh, the company, Deep Cake, is based in Tbilisi, Georgia, uh, but used Willis's likeness in an ad in Russia. So they've done this already. 
that seemed to be the story. Like, oh, he licensed his image and they're going to start making stuff that he stars in as a, as a younger person. However, over the weekend, a spokesperson for Willis told the BBC that he had no partnership or agreement with the company. Uh, and Deepcake told the BBC that he gave us his consent and a lot of materials to make his digital twin, uh, but they were quick to say that, you know, they don't own his rights, that he, only he owns his rights. Uh, I think this is a case of uh, we're so ready for this to be a real story that that we jumped the gun as, as I think with humanity. the James Earl Jones thing priming us. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, meanwhile, th uh, this one throws a whole dent in my perspective about um, broadcast uh, television being valuable during disasters, because during Hurricane Ian, a Fort Myers TV station lost power, went off the air, but kept reporting the news on Facebook and Twitter. WINK TV experienced a power failure and the first floor flooded, but the staff moved to the second floor and streamed to Facebook and uh, posted on Twitter. Uh, this all looks like a little thing I like to call Good journalism, people who care about their community. But I thought of you immediately when I saw this story because you're we're, you're always leading the charge and talking about yeah. But one of the things about broadcast is it's still available in in you know a disaster, right? You can still get that radio broadcast out. You can still get that television broadcast out. And I thought it was interesting that in this case, and I'm not saying this is oh yeah no 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 I, I'm a hundred percent prepared to eat humble pie on this one right. because you're right. Well, We'll, we'll, we'll see if this is the norm, but in this case, it showed that like, sure, but, a but the transmitter can also go down uh, or the building you use to send the signal to the transmitter can go down, but your phone might still have battery and the 5G towers might be above the waterline. And so that gives you another way out. Well, to me, it's like, it's not that one of them is better in a disaster than another. It's that disasters are incredibly unpredictable. And so the different things are going to work in different situations. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to be even more wrong once uh, satellite technology makes it possible. You know, Starlink, oh, what have right. you, and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm only getting wronger from here. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. Uh, uh, folks who don't follow baseball uh, may not realize that uh, New York Yankee Aaron Judge is pursuing the AL home run record. I'm, I'm uh, checking my notifications to see if he is actually, I don't think he's broken it as of this recording. Uh, but most Yankee games are available on the Yes Network for people in the New York area. It's a cable channel. You need a cable TV subscription or some cable-like TV subscription to watch it. Friday, September 23rd, it was exclusively on Apple TV. And while Apple makes its baseball games available for free on the web uh, with advertising and, and on all its apps, uh, many people still complained. They're like, yeah, but I paid the Yes Network and I want to watch it on my cable TV. I don't want to have to get a thing to do it. I don't have a Roku. I don't have a Fire TV. I don't want to hook my laptop up to television. I want to use the thing I paid for, my cable, to watch the Yes Network. So... Apple didn't do anything. Aaron Judge didn't break the record. But when facing the same issue Friday, September 30th, Amazon Prime Video made a different, more publicly appealing solution and agreed to let the Yes Network simulcast the broadcast so that cable subscribers wouldn't have to get Amazon Prime in order to watch it. Of course, it doesn't Aww. hurt that Amazon owns 15% of the Yes Network. So there was a little there more incentive uh, to, to make it work. Uh, but he didn't. He didn't break the record on that day. Yeah, I. I think the only thing that irked me about this whole this whole story was the attorney general get involved. It's like, and I, I, I know I'm not one of those people like you can only do one thing at one time. But there are pressing 
matters in New York that need to be handled. And baseball is not a mandatory thing. And I and I, I know I'm telling that to people. Who oh, probably, no, no, no. I'm so on your yeah, side, Lamar. Like, are like, saying, like, I, I just like, really? This is this is where you put your foot down. On 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 a on a baseball game that's on Apple TV, like come on, I, I just thought it was silly. I I I I've always thought that is weird that Congress is so preoccupied with putting their fingers into baseball and sports of all varieties. It's like, what do you care? What are you doing here? Yeah, don't put your finger inside of a baseball. Yeah, dude, that's the, it does not worth letting with it. You have to break the stitching to do that. I say use you your would, finger you for something productive. Right there. Yeah, like uh, use like, your fingers to create a split fingered fast, <laughs> or use them to sign up for one of the UTV, uh, YouTube TV uh, add-on channels that they now have available nice. without having to pay for YouTube's TV basic service. You can now pay for and watch more than twenty channels, including HBO, Showtime, Stars, uh, NBA, MLB, and more on the YouTube. TV app, even if you don't want to pay the $65 a month for YouTube TV. Uh, Tom, would it be a, a, a close parallel for me to say this is close to uh, in iOS or on Amazon when you would just add one of these standalone channels? Yeah. Yeah. We think of Prime Video as one of the few examples of, well, it's a, it's a video service, but you can also add on things to it, right? Usually, uh, the add-ons uh, are, are something you get on their own through a platform, right? And Apple TV is like that. Uh, until they added Apple TV Plus, it was just, oh, I, I can add services through my Apple TV app. And then Apple TV Plus came along as something of a service here. YouTube TV is doing a very different thing, saying we don't have a, a streaming service that isn't a cable replacement. Uh, so, but we're we're... And of course, we've always sold you the ability to add Showtime to YouTube TV, but you had to pay $65 to get to that step. And then somebody at YouTube was like, why? I mean, we have the ability in the app for you to add Showtime. Just take their money. Let them add Showtime. It, it, why it why make hurt. them pay the $65 first? It doesn't hurt that they're number one in, 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 in streaming live TV either. So they can, I don't know if they would have done this a couple of years ago. But you know they're 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 top dog right now, and it just gives more. Like if you're if you're buying your services off t YouTube TV, that's just good name recognition for them, and they get a little cut from the yep. service. That, and and who's to say that you won't get YouTube TV in the future because well, you're using the their platform? If you if you got got someone to do this and like I don't want to pay for YouTube TV, I just want to watch the NBA stuff. Uh, and they're like, great, uh, you can watch it in the YouTube app. Well, you know, while you're watching your La Seraphim videos and Carrie Cakes and Lamar Wilson and everything else. Uh, and <laughs> and then you. suddenly you're like, well, but this is pretty good. Well, let me just try that YouTube TV thing. Like suddenly you've got everything all, all in one place and, and they're more mm -hmm. likely to get you as a subscriber that way. I like it. All right, finally, a few other notes. After Max Shackman left the project to make a new Star Trek movie, uh, they shelved the project. Uh, Paramount has removed it from the schedule. Uh, maybe shelved is, is putting it too strong, but it it's no longer on the schedule. It had previously been set to come out December next year. Now we don't know if or when it will ever come out. Uh, Anne Rice's interview with the Vampire has been renewed for season two by AMC. Nielsen reports that The Rings of Power was streamed for 1.25 billion minutes the week of August 29th, while House of the Dragon was streamed for 781 million minutes. Now, keep in mind, House of the Dragon also on TV, and those TV viewers 
like cable TV viewers don't count as streams. Uh, Rings was only available for streaming. 20th Century Studios announced that the next Planet of the Apes movie will be called Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, coming in 2024. Trevor Noah announced that he will leave The Daily Show after seven years later this year. No word on who will succeed him or if they'll keep it going. Uh, all the James Bond movies are now coming to Amazon Prime because, you know, Amazon owns MGM. Yeah. Taika Waititi is making a Time Bandits series for Apple TV and has cast Lisa Kudrow as Penelope. Sony Pictures has acquired the rights to Tarzan from the Burroughs estate, so they may be making some movies with Tarzan. And finally, just a note that CNET's Courtney Jackson is writing a monthly column, which I think is brilliant, telling you what services you should keep and which ones you should cancel each month based on what's playing. Uh, I am excited to go back to the world of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, that's kind of low-key, very quietly, a very good series, uh, starting with the James Franco uh, uh, movie. Uh, but uh, holy moly, I remember... Um, uh, discussing on on Twitter with uh, Gary Witter, uh, like why has nobody ripped off uh, or rebooted Time Bandits? And he's like, because it's a perfect movie. And it's like, yes, and that seems like very mineable territory that somebody would do. Uh, and so I guess it's look, I, I trust, I trust, I believe in the Yankees, I believe in the Empire, I believe in Taika Waititi. Indeed, throw us a fastball Time Bandit, Taika Waititi. <laughs> All right, let's get the dispatches from the front. Our boss, Joe, from Wilmington, Delaware, writes, if we had a 14-year copyright, in about two years, I could launch a show called Frame Rate. It would be a show that would help you watch what you want, when you want, where you want, and how you want it. I would hope the three of you would become my boss. It's gratifying. And I suggest it to anyone listening who isn't a boss, become one. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you for encouraging others to become our boss. Joe, if you did something awesome like that, I would totally want to become your boss too. Uh, however, copyright and trademark are two different things. So if we had a 14-year copyright and the copyright on frame rate expired in about two years, you could now take that show and manipulate it, do something with it, redistribute it. Uh, you could do, you could put it, burn it to a DVD. You, 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 you could sample it, make music out of it. You yeah, could write a, absolutely. You could make it into you, a three act play. You, you could, you could just burn it on DVDs and sell them because it would be out of copyright. You could not make another show called frame rate without owning the trademark to frame rate. You couldn't necessarily use what you want, when you want, where you want, how you want, unless the trademark on that slogan was free. Uh, and, and those are, trademark is the what you call things. Uh, service mark is the logo that goes with it. Copyright is the ability to distribute the copy of something or to do something with the copy of something. Why did you just ruin this man's dream? Wow, <laughs> all time. <laughs> uh, no, because I, I think Joe's got a really good point, which is, okay, if fourteen-year copyright goes away, well, let's 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 apply it straight to cord killers. Uh, in four more years, we'll. Uh, if, if there was only a 14 year copyright, people could take our episodes of cord killers and do whatever they want with them. How would we feel about that? Uh, Pretty, pretty dang flattered. Uh, uh, you know, we, we, now we get into sampling culture and remix culture and all that stuff. And I, in general, I tend to be in favor of uh, more creative reuse of yeah. things than less. What yeah, I would we say. We talked about earlier. Yeah. 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 
what I would say is they're already Creative Commons licensed, so you can do almost everything you would do if copyright were expired after 14 years with them right now. Yeah. Just all you have to do is attribute. So, so you better you better reply to us at cordkillers at gmail.com with a music using samples well, from the very first episode. Well, and we haven't, as CC non-commercial, does that run true. out in 14 years? I guess you would. No, it doesn't. It be, uh, it, it's the life of the author plus 70 or, or, or whatever yeah. U.S. law is. Yeah. Um, it's just a modify. It's a license is basically what the Creative Commons is. It anyway, says, Joe, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you had but to it say was good, it was a good point it was a good point like it. uh you know what else is good lamar wilson lamar <laughs> wilson what you got going on these days you know what i am i am also uh tom you're telling you earlier and also brian i'm really feeling like i was born to do short form video like and i know that's, that sounds arrogant and i'm not trying to do that i'm I, i'm saying like i've done i've done regular style video for years 13 plus years and i i transitioned to just short form and i'm having a time of my life i feel like i'm a brand new creator i'm rediscovering different ways to get, get things get stories told holy lamar you yeah. got it you got a, a, a million followers i got a million yeah uh, on on TikTok. It, and and then my youtube which was you know sitting at about 1.7 uh prior and 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 falling uh, now is over two million because of shorts. Wow! Yeah, so it's it's really doing doing well. I'm reaching a new audience, and I'm I'm just having a time of my life. I'm 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 going to be adding more storytelling elements into it, you know, versus just the unboxings. But uh, you know, we're talking about games and things. So I I just love that I'm able to like cover so many genres without having to you know be boxed in because I'm kind of unboxing myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're on your issues. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll save it for after talk, but I have questions about YouTube shorts that I'd love to ask you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Our website is cordkillers.com. Our email address is cordkillers at gmail.com. And we are live on twitch.tv slash night attack, which is also carried on diamondclub.tv Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. We'll talk to you next time. Hey, Tom Merritt, what's going yes. on? I'm just hanging out here watching this scroll go by. Uh, what are you doing? Trying to set up a bit where we thank our beautiful, beautiful patrons, all these wonderful names. I'm sorry, names. I'm too distracted looking at these beautiful, beautiful patron names going by. Look at that one. I mean, if you wanted to be one of these people, patreon.com slash cordkillers would be the place to go. I mean, they're, yeah. scra they're, they're scratching our itch, like, because we're I think addicted. as long as it's consensual, like, it's we're fine. We're addicted to their money. And love. Might as well face it. Well, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>